So in this episode of Vague Voices, we have Becca Wong, who is the founder of Embody Naturals and Embody Gems, um, the new jewelry line that you launched not that long ago, if that's correct. Uh, and we will be talking to her for, or as part of our Women's History Month series. Um, so yeah, Becca, if you would like to say a couple words about yourself. <laughs> um, so I own a business. It's like Embody, and then we have embody naturals which is skincare and embody gems this is jewelry as you said mm-hmm. um i started it in 2020 pandemic mm-hmm. you know had, had a bit of extra time but i've always wanted to have a business so that's how that got started mm-hmm. and now it's doing quite well like we've had over 200 orders which is wow, good so it's amazing yeah, keeping it moving <laughs> yes i'd love to see it uh okay so how are you because you're in university now aren't you and then you also do like your digital art on the side do you still do that um, here and there, like, I don't really do paid jobs anymore. I'll do okay. a hobby. Yeah. I'll do a lot, a lot of drawing and arts that I do is just a hobby. Now I don't really take commissions anymore. Okay. So, um, yeah, it just was something that I didn't really enjoy selling art that much. Mm. Uh, it's something that I just wanted to keep it to myself a little bit and then kind of just share it on socials and stuff, but not really yeah. sell for money. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I hear you. Um, how have you found, like, balancing, like, the business with, like, uni... Um, it's not too bad. I feel like there are times where, especially with the pandemic, I feel like mental mm-hmm. health is, is a difficult one. I'll have days and I, I, I'm not very good with structure and then uh, there are day, weeks where I'll be really, really on it. I feel like it's been okay. It's, it's the best when I have days I assign myself, Thursdays and Mondays or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you work in between and then, you know, just top up here and there if I need to mm-hmm. do another one. You know, structure is hard. It is. I've been doing this for a year now, so like structure is <laughs> difficult to keep a hold of but I've been yeah. trying to you know keep as organized as possible mm-hmm. um and balance everything yeah especially now with um uni unis are going back in now so yeah be, yeah yeah so I'll be scheduled in like one day a week I think so mm-hmm. it's easier and then I'm probably going to be doing the business on the weekends and different mm-hmm. days until everything gets back to normal yeah but yeah, yeah it's not too bad. I do recommend people to do it because I think if you have the discipline to not look at something on the other days then mm-hmm. you know there are always like loopholes and ways to set things up where yeah. you can give a little bit of time yeah absolutely um so have there been like other than the balancing or juggling the two have there been any challenges that you faced and I'm like hinting at Brexit at this point <laughs> anything legal anything legal is <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of any of the legal mm. certification spending anything like that I have to do it, obviously, but mm. it is difficult. Oh, <laughs> it is difficult. <laughs> Brexit, like, um, I had to get everything. Mm-hmm. I had to re-upload all my product certificates, all yeah. my product details to, the, to their new system. Mm. And the, me being locked out and me doing mm. this and me that. But it's all done now, thankfully. Okay, that's good. <laughs> as soon as Brexit happened, they basically said, nah, they, they just kicked every, every cosmetic... Um, business owner got kicked off their system oh wow which was with the eu yeah and now with um, brexit unless i have a re- responsible person based in the eu i'm not allowed to sell to the eu so any plans that i had beforehand to eventually expand into yeah have been changed and i probably won't be able to do that until this is a lot bigger yeah yeah that sucks. you know there was a plan at one point before all the brexit stuff happened and before we got details of what would be happening i'd want mm. i'd wanted to expand to sell to different countries because mm-hmm. I, ha- I get a lot of inquiries about it I get people asking me if I ship to like the Netherlands and mm-hmm. if I ship to France 
and I, I'd been planning to expand, you know, hire someone to translate labels for me you yeah, know, all the right way. Yeah. But because I don't have a responsible person in Europe now, it it's made a, a lot of difference to me. So mm. obviously I'm sure there's there's ways of doing that, but mm. it's something that I'll look into a lot more down the line. I'm just gonna try and focus on my UK base for now. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Honestly, feel it does feel like at some points with this whole and with the pandemic as well like the cosmetic industry has just been hit like unnecessarily Honestly. over and over again it's a bit of a mess um but actually speaking on your growth because if you started like a year ago that's actually amazing that you're getting like inquiries like outside the country so since share the tea like how did you actually go about like getting this business like properly off the ground and like mm-hmm. outside your social circle and just growing the way because it's been growing like incredibly it's actually <laughs> amazing to watch thank you I just you kind of like you know obviously I think like everyone starts with friends mm-hmm. people kind of know if you know I, I guess I think I was lucky because I, I know a lot of nice people who mm-hmm. Just share for just share like I think social media is really big and everyone always says that you know it costs you nothing to like and yeah to share. yeah, yeah so absolutely I had a lot of nice people on board who were sharing for me and I, I was pushing it mm. you know I write every everywhere Instagram I'll, mm. I'll, my Instagram handle I'll tell people you know what I mean like ev- just every time yeah that I tell someone about it, <laughs> about it and then I guess with um you know with like social media as well just following people mm. you know contacting people and I think it's it's a big thing to to stick to who you kind of are you know what I mean you'll get a lot of people as well asking you for free stuff so yeah. it, with PR I feel like sometimes PR works and sometimes it doesn't work so you have mm-hmm. to be really selective with who you actually give your products to yeah you know just keeping an eye on things like that seeing who was the best person yeah to kind of like the brand and stuff and yeah just little details really but I've been I think word of mouth is important so mm-hmm. as long as you can provide quality provide things that people can review positively or mm-hmm. you'll you know take on the feedback when I when I was getting feedback I was taking it on yeah changing things. it's hard because once you get like um recipes and things like that you have to obviously pay for each recipe that you um get certificated yeah so once you've done that and you've got them officially, you know, checked over and yeah. you checked, mm-hmm. it's hard if your customer doesn't like something, you yeah. obviously have to change it again. Yeah. So it's just there's attention to detail. And that's why, like, at the minute, I've not really been coming out with new products because yeah. I want to have a long testing period before mm-hmm. I put something up that I have to pay to change the ingredients. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think just trying to be careful, trying to, you know, find the right, the right links. And I, I want it to be social media has been really helpful in like growing it and at the minute I'm trying to make it into a bit of a self-care hub like so it's not just mm-hmm. not just an advertisement you know what I mean? yeah you know exactly what I mean? yeah 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 I think you know hard work and luckiness in terms of who I surround myself with mm-hmm. uh, that's the only way I can sum up really speaking of testing actually because obviously that's like a big thing in the beauty industry right now everyone's trying to be a little bit more conscious about what kind of products they're buying what is the testing process like uh for you whereas obviously because I'm assuming you're not using like animals the way certain other brands are which is (laughs) (laughs) I don't test on animals all of my products are natural so I try and if I have an ingredient the goal is to have ingredients from um suppliers that also don't test on animals Mm. I think nearly all of the stuff that I use is naturally like it's harvested a lot of it is plant-based so it's like with most of my my products I test on myself because mm-hmm. I know that the products I 
I put together they're obviously not natural and they're non-reactive so it's not yeah. it's not the same if you had like um like an acid or an a- yeah. HA, I think, or yeah. retinol because it's kind of like I can mix different things together and it's more about consistency you know whether the amount of that the oil that I've used is going to be enough to to work for like mm. moisturizing or if it's going to be too oily or not oily enough yeah. or whatever and um, it's more to do with that which is why I've never had I've never had I don't agree with animal testing but I've never had yeah. a need yeah I've never had any kind of animal testing anyway mm-hmm. um and I don't really think it it's a practice that is needed now yeah. with things that are chemical based they do that to you know they obviously safety is important but mm-hmm. I can't get behind it and I yeah. don't agree with it the only products that we have that aren't natural at the minute aren't aren't 100 natural in my fragrance oils mm-hmm. and um I get them from a small business as well. So obviously, you know, you know what's going in, you know, yeah. service and things yeah. like that. And whereas like big businesses use fragrances at about probably, I don't want to misspeak, but probably about 20%. My fragrances are in at 1% oh, in wow. anything fragrance in. And mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff have fragrance in. So I think testing on myself is the most efficient way mm-hmm. for me to whether something works. And I think as well, like, you know, I have a lot of, I don't have perfect skin. I've had a lot of skin <laughs> like pigmentation spots yeah. like yeah. so whenever I test something on myself I know if it works yeah and you know one skin is different but you know when something is working and when it's not working so mm-hmm. that's really my testing process I also give things to friends and family you know see if people like them before I put anything out mm-hmm. but I have the products lined up and they're going to go through a long testing process just to make sure that everything is perfect I love like the personal aspect that you have to the brand and how like you test on yourself it's almost like you're buying from like your sister or a friend who's like genuinely recommending something that worked for them that's that was why yeah. I bought the products that I did and girl <laughs> I am coming for a re-up. The scrubs were, oh my gosh, they actually changed my life. Because I'd never used a lip scrub before. (laughs) I was like, let's give this a go. But no, it was actually amazing. Changed my life. I've like left chapped lip city. I'm so glad that you like the stuff that you bought. Mm Because I was so happy when you made an order. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, bless. No, I'm coming back for more, 100%. (laughs) On that, I think there's like an interesting split I as someone who's like kind of interested in the beauty industry I really thought I was like a beauty guru um and then, <laughs> and then I joined like clubhouse and sat in on a couple of rooms and people were talking about like led pulsations and like all of these like acupunctures and needles and I'm just like I have um, a face roller and that's it <laughs> that's the extent <laughs> I get the jade roller out and then the, the, yeah. the glass <laughs> not that high tech <laughs> oh, but I guess with the consumer market being split so <laughs> so crazily with these guys like are, is that something that you're concerned about people who are like really into this like high tech futuristic I'm gonna put electric currents through my face versus <laughs> the girl who just wants or a person really who just wants something that is simple straightforward and effective are you trying to like broaden your marketplace to attract the others or are you just focusing on the people who want it simple when I make something that I know is quality I try and just say like someone out there will buy it there's something for everyone so mm-hmm. I might not be for everyone but I have something yeah. for someone yeah and like yeah. I think you know with the the futuristic high-tech element that that's not who I am <laughs> but I understand if that's who someone else is for me I like to take care of myself but I don't like a million steps like I like to have the choice mm. and for me like the, with the scrub when I because that was the first product that I made the goal was to like have a product where you had a moisturizer and an exfoliant in one 
so obviously that was just a way of being like oh well this is simple because I feel like people do overcomplicate skincare and I I don't have anything against you know really high-tech skincare like acid or Mm. um retinols or vitamin c or any of that Mm. because I think those are all valid ingredients and like they can really help improve the appearance of skin because just because I chose natural skincare that doesn't mean that I I think that the others are bad options Mm -hmm. it's just that for some people especially people with sensitive skin Mm -hmm. when you have a large production cycle kind of thing you know trying it can be daunting to start skincare and try something that's like electric currents or acid or something (laughs) straight away yeah and then you you know or even like chemical peels all these things that people do so I think for those people you know starting with a natural skincare product if you want to get into skincare even if you end end over there then you know it's an easy step into having a routine Mm -hmm. so I think you know hopefully whether people like natural skincare or not someone will be they'll be stepping through yeah and passing through and they might try something just to get them started which is Mm. the goal is that everyone can use it so because I think you know I I I know there are some natural brands and they're like oh my stuff is so much better than this and and like Mm. I think you can you know obviously I vouch for my own products Mm -hmm. but if if something works better for someone else it's not yeah. by force like yeah. go with the what works for your skin because yeah. I you know I used to try and use all of those things I was using like the acids and the this and the, all this stuff but for me I think the thing that I like about my products is a lot of the products can be used on body skin and face skin and yeah. that for me is a problem because I feel like I used to always neglect kind of neglect the skin on my body more mm. but I, was, I would have like hyperpigmentation and like scarring mm-hmm. on like my legs and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that was where I started developing products that could be used both ways. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, you know, it's, it, it works for people who want a simple way to look after themselves. Mm-hmm. But for people, some people are product junkies. Some people want to have everything. That's fine. Mm-hmm. They might have my stuff and then have everyone else's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think, like, you know, I try and like balance it out. But if someone comes and says, oh, well, I think that this doesn't work, then I'm not going to be upset because it, it worked for me. Exactly. And it's worked for other people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not about having something that is going to cost you 30, you know, not even 30 pounds, cost you like 100 pounds, one mm-hmm. procedure, and then you you never do it again because you can't afford to do it again. Yeah, yeah. That one time, like sometimes it's just about having consistent, something that you can consistently use to look after yourself and mm-hmm. not a high price, which is what I'm trying to do. So... I think, you know, I, I, I do try and if someone came to me and they said, well, I'm stuck between the two, obviously in that case, I would appeal, appeal to that customer. Mm. I would try and advise them the best I could. But in terms of if people are dead set against a certain type of skincare, I, w- I wouldn't try and yeah. force my products on them. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's, um, it's a security and just knowing like what works for you. And I think not a lot of like bigger brands are pushing that messaging enough, I think. <laughs> It's, exactly. it's not working babes yeah because the okay. thing is as well <laughs> a lot of brands if you look at i don't even know i don't want to name drop any brands but some mm. of the brands that you look at it is about aesthetic more than it's about the mm-hmm. product yeah it's like the product is, is good mm. but if you think about skincare like for a lot of people the products kind of blanket work so mm-hmm. you know you put something on your skin it's probably going to make your skin soft yeah make you know what i mean depending mm. on what's in it it's like even with like you know the new the new products like you know like stuff from the ordinary if you use like an mm-hmm. ordinary primer yeah your skin's gonna feel soft because the products are good but a yeah. lot of people will buy different products because of different factors so for the ordinary i see it being like price and packaging mm-hmm. and then like 
Fenty skin, it's like packaging and obviously celebrity endorsement because it's yeah. Rihanna. Yeah. So I think like, you know, I feel like sometimes people buy things and they want to like it. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's kind of a trend. Yeah. So I think well, in, in respect to those kind of, that kind of competition or those kind of companies, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, they're just, people just want to spend the money because everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. And obviously yeah. it's not to say that they're not good, but, you know, I, I do think sometimes that the results that they get they could get the same results from smaller brands, but because it's a big brand and it's on hype, they're like, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's amazing because I haven't tried some of them, but I think, you know, if you tried from a small brand, you would get the same results, but because it's not trend mm-hmm. or it's not hype, hype at the minute, yeah. you know, it won't seem as amazing because mm-hmm. it's not got all that behind it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I think people are always going to buy what they what they want to spend their money on, mm-hmm. but it's trying to assure them that something new is... Yeah a good a good way to go yeah because like you said sometimes that don't be working but they still use it because it's, it's whoever's brand or it's yeah, yeah, yeah. look at how kylie skin went so like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, <laughs> we've spoken about brands who are a little bit dicey but i'm curious to know if there are any that you kind of consider um, influences or like inspirations in the industry right now are there any businesses or people even in the industry that you look up to when I was first starting my business there's a lot of smaller American brands that had mm. you know, like they sell a lot of different things and I like the idea of having a actually even as much as I say like I do like um Rihanna as an influencer because she has her skincare she has a underwear clothing mm, like yeah he does different things mm. i like people that do different things because i struggle to just do one thing so I, I like seeing people put it into interaction do you know yeah, what i mean and like, yeah when i started doing skincare i kind of stopped using a lot of other skincare mm. like, on occasion like you know because you get things for christmas and you get like you know what i mean someone's yeah. always giving yeah <laughs> on occasion i'll use something else but not regularly or just be like a kind of like a if it's if it's there because mm. I use I use my own products mm. but I usually make mine with the batch so if I make a customer batch then yeah. the because I don't like waste and obviously they last a long time but I, I like to make things fresh so if I use if I make a customer batch I'll use the spare products and then um so that means that I, I rarely ever use other brands but I do like um you know even with the like how I was saying about the ordinary before I think even though it's not natural skincare, I still like their model because mm. it's not expensive. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like when brands, as, as nice as it is to have a good skincare product, I don't think it needs to be something that's exploitative. Like I yeah. think you need to charge £50 for one cream. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think, like I said, someone will always buy it, but I, I don't necessarily think there's a need to do that. And I think, you know... If, if somebody wants to have good skin, they don't have to feel like they have to drop a bomb because this celebrity wore this 70 pound cream and mm. now you have to have it. Yeah. I think you can just achieve results with something that's a, a low price, mm-hmm. a good price. And then, you know, that's why brands like The Ordinary I quite like because I think their model is that it's not expensive, but it still works. It's not expensive, but it still has a lot packed in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in, in respect to kind of business model, probably them and then... I like brands that use a kind of natural look as well so mm-hmm. in their in their market in their advertising, you know, lots of like really nice like skin tone type aesthetic. So mm-hmm. I looked at stuff like that. A lot of my research, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of my research comes from Pinterest as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, man, it'd be like that. 
because it's like you, you look for hours on the internet but Pinterest just knows exactly what you want <laughs> exactly what you want somehow um, it always exactly what it. you want <laughs> exactly and it's like a lot of the brands that I found were were really cute brands off Pinterest mm. um, and they you know they have like the little you know like the brands that do like the unicorn body butters and like mm-hmm. the little yeah yeah they have like little ropes right around their bottoms yeah. and stuff so a lot of those smaller like you know different different brands but mm. that was mostly it I think at the time I just was kind of thinking about how I can appeal to people my age my market mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. so yeah I did take inspiration but I tried not to be someone else mm-hmm. yeah I love that um actually before we get into like your personal skincare journey I'd be curious to know um because you did mention that there'll be people who like would buy um some of these brands that are like borderline exploitative or just straight up (laughs) out for coin and nothing else um but when it comes to like finding um influencers or people for you to partner with so like your brand ambassadors like what kind of traits do you look out for because obviously they'll be partnering with other brands and businesses as well and you can't control like (laughs) who who they kind of align themselves with so what do you look for when you're looking for um, potential partners well, I feel like I, in if it's someone who's going to be trying my product, mm. I like to see results on obviously different skin tones as well. Mm-hmm. I do like when, um, you know, when I talk to like black women and they because str- a lot of black women struggle with hyperpigmentation and and mm. you know they struggle with like scarring and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think those <laughs> conversations are the same. Girl. Conversations <laughs> have, um, it's really nice to talk to them and like kind of you know I think in that respect I can talk a bit more with a an influencer mm-hmm. because of you know, just a similar journey and obviously the products I test them on myself so you you can kind of with skin tone you can advise a bit more mm-hmm. on how it's gonna look, how, how it might work um I like to have a, a really really wide range though so I won't because I know a lot of brands you'll only see like one race or yeah like, you know but I try and just do it based on whoever in is gonna like enjoy the skincare and has time Mm -hmm. to to kind of put energy in because it's like it's it's really hard I I don't I try not to put too much pressure on people but PR is a hard one because unless you form like a really solid contract where you send something Mm. to someone it's going to be even then it's difficult people forget people don't have time Mm -hmm. and that's like your baby yeah people not content then you can't you know you can't take the product back like exactly (laughs) You just have to, I think you have to, I have recently, I've been trying to look for people where Instagram is like their whole, their whole thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. not their job, but they They're have serious. a lot of time yeah, to yeah. post. They're serious on it because for me, I would rather have somebody post like, you know, a, a good few pictures in my thing. And then I use them regularly mm. to advertise my brand. And I just have one mm-hmm. rather than having loads of different people. And then they advertise it once and then just kind of don't wear it yeah. anymore. Don't. I mean because mm-hmm. I think we always have this like natural thing when something's a small business versus when something is a big business we kind of are naturally I don't know if it's a conditioning thing but mm-hmm. are kind of naturally inclined to just wear something from a big business or use something from a yeah. big business and like but we'll literally be like oh like this is so good without even needing to yeah to ask for it yeah, it's mad. and it's like <laughs> you know, for me, I find a lot of it mad because you know I see, and this isn't this isn't Jade. This is just an observation. But I see a lot of um, influencers mm-hmm. who they'll do 
a promotion for a big brand for free mm-hmm. like yeah. they'll, they'll be they'll be there like oh like this this is so good like, I really love this I use this mm. and then if it's a small business I'll be like either like oh well I don't do that or it's oh well I charge this or yeah and I'm thinking, you advertise <laughs> Like I, I just because yeah. I just think like, if you you know if it was me mm-hmm. and I had a bigger business that's where yeah. I'd be trying to get the money from so exactly. I don't know I, I understand that influencers do need to be paid as well mm-hmm. um but you know if I if I'm looking for someone I, I like to look for people who they regularly engage with small businesses anyway mm-hmm. they have like a quite natural I like a natural look you can obviously use skincare if you if you don't have that look but mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to see someone who doesn't always wear makeup because you can see the real effects of how the skincare is working mm-hmm. Not, there's nothing wrong with makeup it's just easier to see it yeah and to yeah, advertise. skincare is very hard to advertise it's hard to send someone skincare and have them be like oh yeah I'm going to do this when especially when like I'll get people reaching out to me and skincare isn't their niche Mm-hmm. it's just kind of like they, they just do everything or they do yeah. fashion or they do something completely different and they advertise everything so it's like if you just throw skincare in the mix it's not going to be effective yeah because yeah. you're doing a bit of everything already which is fine mm-hmm. or you know they'll be advertising like a, a food box or a sweet box one mm-hmm. day and then something else and it's like I I don't like when my um PR looks too because I send it to them and I say like you know if you don't like it just give me feedback yeah don't I don't want people to lie to their customer base yeah but also that they're like um follower base sorry but if they like it I want them to tell their followers that they like it yeah so it's like when, when I if I give someone something and they say like hashtag ad mm. it it's kind of like I've not really asked you to advertise you yeah. don't have to advertise it so it's like because yeah. I feel like if you buy a big brand and you use brand and you like it, you'll advertise it without putting an ad and it, exactly. it'll look more genuine. Yeah. I think the hindrance the hindrance with PR is that they'll be like, Oh well, um, I just got this, da, 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 and it's like it's just too much. Mm. Which sounds sounds odd. But it, it to me, if I see something and someone's um done a thing with a business, mm. you assume there's been some kind of communication or payment or something. Yeah. That yeah. They, they like it, whatever, which mm. is why on Insta as well because you don't always get videos you don't always get that that verbal communication like mm. a youtuber might say well i'm just gonna be honest mm-hmm. but with an instagrammer they might just go oh well i really like this da, 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 mm. and they don't express that they don't express that they've actually tried it and it's not it's yeah. not a kind of transaction so it's like mm. it can be a bit hard selecting people who um come across as genuinely wanting to give it's like you know how you were saying it's like a sister recommending it to you i feel mm. like some influencers are like that yeah and some influencers aren't and it's not a bad thing but with some influencers you can tell this is completely out of what they usually do or they just take ads wherever they can take ads which is fair mm-hmm. enough everyone's got to make money and like um or everyone you know has to like build their following but when yeah. they do that it makes it look like it's too much just say you like it whatever mm-hmm. so I try and look for people where their their way of advertising is is more just like a organic natural I'll try it if I want if I don't like it then I'll just you know feedback and if I mm-hmm. like it then I'll tell my my followers oh well I had the choice and I, I did this and I liked yeah. it yeah. yeah it's just so hard these days especially when there's so many different you know le- there's so many levels but I feel like a lot of the the new rules like the little the little ad rule mm. and the little this 
and there's a lot of things that are in place it hinders small businesses even the yeah. algorithm hinders small business yes absolutely it's bad you and i both know that <laughs> like, it is terrible it's it is madness terrible. honestly it's atrocious man that's just disrespectful but <laughs> yeah, the algorithm disrespects me in a different way each week girl literally <laughs> And they always change it to be even more. Even yeah, more. and they're like, "No, we're doing it to help." Are you? Who are you helping? Help who? Help who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! But, um, yeah, no, I liked what you said about the conditioning thing and how like certain people would just there's so much that we would bend over backwards for brands that don't need the support, and then when it comes to people who do, exactly. it's just actually no I need payment that's when you remember that you're 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 trying to start a business and it's like what why like of all the people probably not the small business is reaching out to you personally directly from the owner (laughs) we face that quite a bit with ours which is a bit mad because everything that we offer for members is free (laughs) Um, which is unusual because you offer a service for free and yeah I get that I totally get that I think as well like I'm not very tech savvy I'm, I'm not gonna lie I don't know a lot about like this new like I try, I try, <laughs> but I'm not like amazing with keeping up with technology. You know, I struggle mm-hmm. to tap my notifications and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, a service like what you're offering and the the things that you do for people to think that someone would just be like, you know what? Why not just go for this? Co-? Like it just yeah. it's odd to me. Like I think like a share costs nothing. You know, a share costs nothing, yeah, like, yeah. Save costs nothing, and it's like it's always gonna be the way, isn't it? But mm-hmm. I think I hope that people kind of adjust to naturally want it, thinking, oh well, this person's took this time to make or yeah. do or, step up, or do this or do this because mm-hmm. you know there's an extent of like it's just an extra step that goes in from smaller businesses that other ones kind of don't have anymore. Yeah, and it, yeah. you know, I, I don't get me wrong, I love Rihanna, like I love Rihanna. But- <laughs> Rihanna, when as soon as she brought out a skincare line, people were gonna buy it regardless. Yeah, like, like guaranteed. Yeah, that had however many followers from the dot from our one, you know. So it's like when people kind of like, oh, like, I just use Fenty Beauty. Like I'm trying this, I'm trying <laughs> this. It's just like I think part of it is about their popularity because it becomes a trend to try the thing that the celebrity yeah. brought out. Yeah, to try this, and then mm. obviously that boosts their following. But I think you know, right now it's a very very heated debate about influencer pay and like mm-hmm. how influencers their services and all of this so I think it's it's really hard to find um influencers with with big followings that do gift collaborations mm-hmm. because you know as a small business like, I can't afford to pay someone however much money to show my product and then yeah. they might not even show it again and like yeah. you know you never know whereas um if I do like a gift collaboration with a, with someone mm. we can kind of discuss that as we go mm-hmm. like I can send them more product I can put my I can put that work in Mm-hmm. they're still getting something from me that they're going to use and if they don't like it there's I'm not pressuring them to to review it yeah so you know obviously I think that comes into play when you when you can't pay someone they are nice about it but some some people have said to me that they can't do non-paid at the minute because they've just got to you know get the money and do this and do and I've, I do respect that because it is it is in heavy debate at the minute but it's more the fact that you know the big brands aren't giving you money either yeah so I think exactly that's, that's where that comes you know that's where that is a bit like because for what I charge I feel like there's some people that they might look at my brand and think it's expensive but it's all handmade mm-hmm. it's literally made to order I source the ingredients myself like I put mm-hmm. a lot of work and it's like there's a brand that will sell a bo- one body butter for 30 pounds yeah smaller than mm-hmm. what I sell so it's like and people will buy that yeah yeah which is why I just think you know 
you have to just think well someone someone's always going to be there to someone's going to like it and someone's going to buy it if you make it well so yeah yeah i try with with that i try to just look for people who i trust and you know look for people who are very much fair with what the advertiser very interested in small businesses and mm. acknowledge the work that goes in mm-hmm. yeah i think that's that's why like um, when you mentioned that you were looking for like p- potential influencers in the community i was like we definitely want to get in on this because there are a lot of small businesses even within our members people who like just own small businesses and don't know how to get the word out but i'm just like if we as a community know each other already like we have these relationships it doesn't it doesn't hurt to just give it a go just give it yeah. try it and then if it doesn't work tell the person because you yeah. know them <laughs> um, send them send them my way because I will do I for sure. be like, i've been trying to open up more to pr recently when i started i didn't do any because i was like the work that i was putting in felt like mm. it was too much at the beginning to mm-hmm. just give it away really, yeah which is yeah just really, you know, I think like that brand, that that product becomes like your baby, doesn't it? You don't yeah. want to give it. You don't want to. You don't want someone to just kind of toss it to the side and the, yeah. the other stuff that they get from mm-hmm. brands. But I think eventually, especially with the algorithm changes, you have to because no one will see your stuff otherwise. So yeah. okay, let's get into self care now. Um, so obviously, you test like your products and yourself. But I'm just curious to know like, what is your personal journey with skincare like from was it something that you've always like done you've always been like super strict with it or did you like develop that relationship with beauty products and the beauty industry um, less organically over time when I was younger I had really naturally good skin I'm jealous of myself <laughs> I had like you know like around school and stuff I just used mm. to use I kind of was always a fan of natural products use a lot of coconut oil and stuff like mm. that and just like and you know I was always lathering stuff on my skin before I went to sleep and things like that and my skin was soft like I was happy with it um but I used to get the most awful rashes on my legs for some reason and that always caused like really really bad scarring Mm. so by the the point where I'd gotten to actually opening my business because obviously Mm. I've been trying things over the years and just been like buying I was just kind of buying the hype, buy whatever I thought was, you know, cool like I used Revolution, I used all Mm. everything and then like I think I started using just like kind of natural stuff, coconut oil, where I could, I'd, I'd buy like shea butter and make my own mm. stuff every now and then, mostly for my hair though, but I would make my own stuff. And then at one point I just was like, you know what, like the, like my legs have been really badly scarred and pigmented and stuff like that. And it was just, it gives you big insecurity when you know, mm. that, you know, it's visible, it's just irritating, like wearing skirts, stuff like that. It was just not yeah. nice. And I think at the point where I started my business, I was thinking about how I could just make my own scrubs mm. because I was buying, it wasn't working anyway. And I was like, well, what's the harm in trying? It was not, it's not going to be that bad for me to just make one for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I used to have this um, chocolate scrub that I really liked. I, I, I would get a lot of skincare for gifts and stuff, mm. um, Christmas birthdays. And I had this one scrub that I really liked. It was like a chocolate flavored one. It was so mm. good. Um, that was a good brand actually but I think they closed down it was like oh. a, they sold scrubs in bags but I think they closed down a while ago because it was when we was like probably just after high school oh. um yeah and like oh lovely it was lovely and I it smelled so good and then because obviously I'd run out I was like oh where can I get it from mm. I found out I couldn't get it anymore so I was like oh now I really just want to try and I bet I could make something that smells that good like mm. I, I could make something like that so then came the experimenting with like the scrubs and the mm. you know stuff like that but when I saw that my legs especially I was actually having results my legs were looking better and you know I was 
using them every day because I was testing them on myself mm. and that's when I kind of was like wow like I'm really into this I'm, I'm really really into this you know what yeah. I mean I have, I have the personality type where when I it's a blessing and a curse when I start something I can't rest until it's done yeah and it, it's it's hard it's hard <laughs> like, I it and I just I can't shut up about it I can't rest <laughs> I'm actually like you know what? I'm gonna do a website. You know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. And I just my brain will just run until until it's done. So like mm. from the point of me starting to do it, which is why I try to convince myself, like, you know, don't don't sell this. Because as soon as I decide <laughs> I want to sell it, that's when I can't stop. Yeah. So like yeah. when I, from the point of deciding that I wanted to sell it, all the testing, 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 making it, making it. And like I was making this at like my boyfriend's house in the summer. Like I was like making products and testing them, and he's like mm. getting annoyed at me because the shade water all over the kitchen. <laughs> and like I literally, ugh, I just couldn't stop. So when I was like trying stuff and I was like enjoying pampering myself, and like mm. obviously it was, I think that's when I got more into the skincare. Mm-hmm. But then like from the point of deciding I was going to sell it to the website being open, I just couldn't stop. Mm. So it it was a lot of like that process of getting really into it. Mm. getting really into researching ingredients and researching methods and looking at things I could add and doing this and this and this but then I think ironically because you're a business owner you don't get as much time to to like put into pampering yourself so yeah. I use I use my my own products and I think like the good thing about my own products is they're quick and easy mm. to use like mm-hmm. before, a bit of a two-in-one so if I make yeah. something like a moisturizer and a scrub mm-hmm. that's what use like I make that I scrub my face I wash my face cream and I'm, I'll be done yeah. and then like use I'll use like my masks and stuff whilst I'm doing things and cleaning and stuff like that so I have to multitask because I don't mm-hmm. get a lot of time to sit and be like okay but I do yeah. try and you know pamper myself when I can but recently my skin um I think it's just been hormones the, the panoramic stress <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> like my my skin just flared up I get quite um because I think for me I I get quite bad um hormonal spots Mm -hmm. like same it's not it's not too bad but there's always one just one Mm -hmm. and you can't stop them from coming up you can only stop the way that they heal you can't really you can't really stop them coming up exactly yeah and one here every time (laughs) and like I just you know I I'd got him and then like by the time when I first got them, I hadn't really made um as much as I usually make. So mm. it's just like getting getting back into making more mm-hmm. using the product every day. And I've just been yeah. trying to heal it. And then I went I went um <laughs> went away and just I wasn't well I didn't go away, I didn't go on holiday or anything, but I just <laughs> had to deal with some family stuff at home. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have much with me and like mm-hmm. oh <laughs> it, it was not good. It was not good. Because I'm just so used to having my products and I thought I'd I'd bought something. Oh no! no. So my, my skin just got worse, but I guess it was a nice thing to see how, when I don't use them, mm-hmm. at yeah. least I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I wasn't using them, I was I was sad. I was very very sad. Aww. I was very yeah. But you know, I think the the routine. I, I want to do a few more things for the social media as well. So I'm mm-hmm. looking at um, making myself a batch of everything again, and then formulating some kind of seven day skincare routine challenge mm. just to like get followers engaged like yeah. I've got a few yeah. a few bits of content coming so I'm just gonna try and you know start 
video myself using the stuff more and because I think people like that people like to know yes. that you're using it and I, yes. I do always use my own stuff like I really do so mm-hmm. I, you know, I have no problems like use it using my own stuff it's just that I'm not very good with the recording myself doing things I okay. struggle I can I help because that's my bread and butter I love that I would record myself doing everything <laughs> I just have this I, I just always seem to just be like you know like I'm just always evil eyeing someone like by accident like I'm just always gonna be evil <laughs> It's just like that resting, that resting face. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I can start getting better at that. Mm, at no. the minute, I'm just, I'm trying to ease myself into it. I've started doing my um, like videos of me making the jewelry and stuff, which is going quite well. That's good. It's just, you know, trying to ease myself into that. Mm. Yeah, I think um, in terms of you know my my skincare routine, it's like I'll do a mask every couple of days, or like you know when I can get a bit a bit more time mm. and then I like to do a lot of my skincare before bed as well so I'll um put stuff on after I shower obviously but it's before bed that I'll sit I'll rub like my Yari butter all over mm. my face and my Avani one and then like do my roller and my like gua sha face yeah. facial treatments and stuff I try and really get any any scarring or spots I'll like try and heavily apply like my creams and stuff on there and then I go to bed and I'm smelling good and feeling nice and you know it's nice. So that's at, at the minute that's the routine that I try and stick with. But I definitely wanna try and share that with my customers more, what I'm mm-hmm. using and how I'm using it. But I think, you know, what I like about the brand is that I can, I use all the stuff. It's not just like one thing. Like I yeah. I, I like yeah. all the stuff, so I use a bit of everything at the minute. So what would you say is the importance of self-care for women? Yeah, I think self-care is just super important because I think for me, I can sometimes get so caught up with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I won't even realize that I'm get I'm elevating my stress levels. Yeah. I feel off balance, and then before you know it, that's when you start to feel it when when you've not realized. Self care just gives you a bit of time for yourself, mm-hmm. where people aren't relying on you to do stuff. People aren't asking you, "Oh, can you do this or can you do that?" Or and you can just sit, be with yourself, and literally mm-hmm. just just uh, give your body like a bit of appreciation just even just putting a mask on just saying to yourself like you know what this is time for me and like mm-hmm. recognizing that recognizing that this is your moment to just yeah. to just breathe and just like you know tell yourself that everything is going to be okay and I think it's really difficult especially with you know there's so many debates about gender right now there's so much going on and mm. so many things um you know equality and all of this and I think it's hard because sometimes we as women especially when we you know we we push for equality sometimes we feel like we have to kind of masculinate ourselves Mm -hmm. to to match up especially in workplaces in like you know university environments we sometimes Mm -hmm. feel like we have to we have to avoid doing certain things in case Mm -hmm. we look too girly or like Mm -hmm. too like we can't we're not capable and I just think you have to just push that out the window and just take care of yourself because everyone should be taking care of themselves I've never understood why self-care and things like that get associated with weakness and associated with being overly overly feminine like Mm -hmm. you should want to take care of yourself and want to take care of your body and you know I just think we can do so much like women are so capable and we can do so much with our bodies and like we're literally built with so many things to take care of ourselves and like you know like even a lot of things that we're programmed not to like like your stomach fat protecting all your organs Mm -hmm. and like little, little things like that I just think we need to sit down and literally just thank your body for looking after you 
protecting your soul all of that whatever you believe in and literally just take a minute to just look after yourself you know what I mean because I do get stressed and I work a lot but I think you know sometimes I think well you know I don't have kids I don't have there's a lot of things I, I'm not doing at the minute that a lot of women are so yeah. the fact that I need my self-care I think you you must need your self-care like because mm-hmm. there are some women that are so admirable they'll work a you know work a job and then they have like four children and mm-hmm. to look after and they have a, their own company and they have all these things to do like I have a friend and she's got um I think three three children and she's a mummy to be and like she has her own business and I just admire her so much because a lot of people be like oh how do you do this or how do you have time but you have to make time and self-care is the same thing you have to make time for your bubble bath or your skincare routine or whatever you do it could just be doing something you like you know I mean like you might want to go for a drive or Mm -hmm. walk or something like that but it needs to be normalized I think a lot of women maybe this is why but a lot of women have also been really really key and making self-care progress like did you watch um the series about madam cj walker that they made yes yeah i've not i've not finished it but i'm what i'm watching i've watched part of it and honestly i just think when i think about how so many women like made these products for other women like they Mm. they, even at the time and i just was it, it really blows you away so i think you know people have paved the way for you to be able to do certain things and be able to look after yourself so you should always use that opportunity when you have it Exactly. Literally. You've just hit every nail on the head. Just like tick, tick, tick. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, last question uh, I'd love to ask you is, um, actually maybe two, name a woman that you would like to uplift today and then what is one thing that you would like to say or share with women? Okay, so obviously um, sounds very, very cheesy, but I would like to uplift my mum. <laughs> always want to uplift your mom do you know what I mean and like she's strong she's always hard working mm-hmm. and she she's one of the people that you know taught me how to how to just work hard work for what I want my nana as well I come I do come from a lot like a line of really strong women when I've been just having conversations with them I always feel really empowered by what I'm doing it reminds mm-hmm. me of like how hard they worked for me to be able to be at uni and for me to be able to, to do things you know what I mean because mm-hmm. my nana was Jamaican and she came here in like the 60s and stuff and um when you think about how women had to you know just be strong like show strength mm-hmm. and have patience <laughs> to be here in that time so so I do feel like often I really do feel grateful to them I want them to feel uplifted because they've done a lot and they make me feel empowered and then to to women in general I would say like you know don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything especially just because you're a woman mm-hmm. and if if you feel a certain way and you want to do something don't let the fact that you're told in society that as a woman you shouldn't do that like don't let that make you give up because really and truly we're all put on this planet to do good things and yeah. you, you know you should come here and want to leave but leave it better than you found it and I just think you know if that if that means that you want to do you want to build houses build houses that means that you want to travel here travel here and I know a lot of us are living in situations where we don't feel empowered or we feel like we're controlled by certain people or you know there's too many rules and all of that so just keep keep it going and stay strong and like I think that's you know what I'd want to say to women also you know it it's a strange thing to say but for black women like it's okay to not always have it together for all women in general but I feel like people often expect black women to mm-hmm. to be like you know forceful angry aggressive whatever and it's like all these stereotypes and I just feel like you can be you can we should just let black girls be a bit soft sometimes like can be any can be anyone do you know what I mean like yeah if you want to you want to play the game play the game if you want to like 
be be this way do what just do what you what you feel that you put on this earth to do don't let people make you feel like you have to act a certain way because I always I'm recently I think this has just come from the fact that recently I've been hearing a lot of this like oh you talk white and you you know on Instagram mm. you know when you go on the internet you just hear a lot of a lot of women yeah. have been complaining about their problems and I saw this post like an illustration you know the illustrations that they do of the black girl and there's all hands around her like picking at her and stuff yeah and I think like we're in we're in 2021 21. like please if, if if you are an ally, let black women live. Like, <laughs> we just stop this. But obviously, you know, to all women, to all women, like, you're amazing. Take your time for self-care. Affirm your body. Stop trying to compare yourself to others. And just, like, don't be ashamed of who you are, you know. And try and really, like, affirm who you are. There's only one of you and only you can be yourself so you know if you see someone that you know has a flat stomach or has this or has has big abuse or whatever don't let that take away from how special you are mm-hmm. yeah. thank you very very much and I love what you said about softness because that is literally my vibe for the rest of 2021 yeah, I'm claiming it like I do have a tendency to ramble but sometimes I just feel like something <laughs> said exactly <laughs> oh girl no you could never ever rumble when the tea that you're dropping is this important um, <laughs> so thank you very very much becca for coming to chat with us today it's been honestly amazing and very very educational on my part as well because again <laughs> it was me and my face roller that was it <laughs> i really thought gosh that room was embarrassing but um yeah thank you very much for your time joining us and the wisdom that you have shared today and i can't wait to see everything that you do with your embody empire um and we will be chatting soon so i'm just gonna say see you later (laughs) thank you